0: Welcome once again to superhero stuff you should know. This is Ben Man Returns, and with me is
1: Andrew. Akira, Batcycle should be made. Bush. <laughs> Greetings, Internet.
0: I'm ready. We'll explain ready. that later, if need be.
1: And I'm <laughs> freshly shorn. Ah uh, yes, just want the whole world to know. Nice
0: cut. Thank you. This
1: is this is short for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. We have ranked the Batwings and the Bat Cycles, and like usual, we try to cover the unmade versions of the vehicles, but they're not as prominent as the Batmobiles, so we're not just going to cover the unmade Bat Cycles, we're also covering the unmade Bat Wings in the same episode, because otherwise this would be really short. So, uh, <laughs> a lot of the concept art sort of fits what we might end up getting uh, at times. So, uh, let's go into the unmade Batwings and Bat Cycles for this week. Uh, we'll start with the first half being the Bat Cycles and the second half being the Bat Wings, especially because one of the things for uh, the Bat Cycle is an unmade version of Ben Affleck's Bat Cycle. So we can kind of see whether or not uh, we prefer the unmade version over the one that we got in the Flash that we ranked as a D in our rankings in design. You would think it can only go up, but, uh, you know, jury's out. We haven't shown it yet, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, indeed. So... Like we've talked about before with the Bat-Cycle, there was no opportunity for the Bat-Cycle to show up in the the Batman serials because it didn't exist (laughs) at that time. They couldn't even get the Batmobile right uh, in those because it was literally (laughs) just a car. So uh, moving on into the Batman 66 show, there weren't really anything that we could find when it came to unmade designs for the Bat-Cycle on that, but uh, that kind of makes us jump over forward into the Keaton era. So Michael Keaton did not... Have a Bat Cycle. But he did in the Kenner toys. So let's take a look at that. <laughs> we have uh, the Batman Bat Cycle. Look at this beauty. We have here, it has a rapid action rocket. Um, I don't remember if Zach covered this when we did the Kenner stuff. Because we covered a lot with that. But uh, you can notice the rocket over here that's shooting out. You've got a Keaton riding it. And you've also got these wings on the side. Uh, obviously... The-
1: knee support of course you got to protect yes. the knees
0: <laughs> so this is not necessarily one that's designed for the movie but it is designed by Kenner itself and it is related in some ways so uh, it's part I of the toy line
1: show. associated with the movie mm-hmm. it's just not in the movie exactly we used to be a proper country man this yeah. this box art is really good mm-hmm. feel like i know people after you get to a certain age it's like uh, it's kind of, like, trite to say, like, things used to be better, but it's just, like...
0: It, it, but, it
1: like, art that, like, the toy box art is generally better at this time, right? Am it, I wrong?
0: It did it's used just, to be better. Yeah. Right? This is, this is legit, because it's it's like a glimpse at something that isn't, like, in the movie, or isn't, like, you can't just replicate it with toys. Like, now it's just a... Photo- it's it's photography, really, of yeah the toy set or something, which, like, okay, cool, you can replicate that, but... There's something cool about uh, looking at this and, like, taking out your action figures and trying to replicate what you see on the box. Like, that's really cool to me.
1: This is, yeah, the illustration is, is great. And uh, just love the big font for Bat Cycle. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's it's good all around. I, I love the box art here. I, usually this is where I say I had this one, but I don't mm-hmm. know if I had this one. This one is really cool looking, though.
0: Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't have this one myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do like it. I do like the. Uh, you can kind of see it. Almost looks like eyes with these headlights in the front. Oh, definitely it's almost like a bat head right here. Definitely, that's great. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. So, really like this. I don't know how the wings would necessarily like play in live action, but it's uh, it's cool for a toy.
1: It'd have to serve some purpose, like for fucking dudes up or, or something. You know, take out kneecaps or something. <laughs>
0: Or maybe it would work for, uh, you know, Flash. I mean, uh, Keaton in the Flash movie, where he's like 70. He needs the knee support, like you were saying. Yeah. So this is uh, that Bat-Cycle. But uh, continuing on into that universe, we did end up getting a Bat-Cycle in that universe, thanks to the Batman 89 comic, as designed by Joe Quinones. And yes, this is the same pose as in Robin's Reckoning, which in itself comes from Akira, as we've talked about before.
1: One of the most famous shots of all time at this point, I think it's you see it mm-hmm. heavily memed, heavily parodied. Uh, it's like an Akira, I mean, a Kaneda walking to the to the mm-hmm. bike and all that. Like it's it's just it's one of those iconic shots at this point, dude. I mean, you don't even mm-hmm. have to be an anime to to kind of know know that these days. I feel like so yeah. Uh, yeah. Just getting back to my screen name to, for this episode, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> I don't think I noticed this when I was a kid seeing this, but it's very mm-hmm. cool that they they did this.
0: Yeah, yeah. So one homage to another, uh, to another. So it's uh, it's cool, and also you know ties into your name for this week as uh, I as kind of a recap. I brought uh, brought that back, the Ryan Hong.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, bike that we talked about in that one mini episode stuff still would be the best one. Definitely would have been better than what uh, what Affleck was riding in the Flash in the opening. But
1: even like uh, b- someday, all, all black like this, black and mm-hmm. yellow, black and gold, or mm-hmm. uh, blue and gray. You know, mm-hmm. uh, could go either way. Would look awesome. Imagine Batman with those colorways, uh, with this cape flapping. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? On this bike, it'd be sick.
0: Mm-hmm. It would be. For sure. So just putting that out there in the universe. Yeah. If anybody James Gunn, uh the bat cycle. Yep. Oh yeah, Muschetti would be the next one. Right? Because we already saw the Reeves version, so it's like, all right, Muschetti, here's an improved version of the bat cycle.
1: Just copy the shot too, man. Do the fucking mm-hmm. slide, the 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 crane up, you know, uh, mm-hmm. camera movement, do the whole thing. <laughs> like yeah. I, if you have that bike, I mean maybe I don't you probably fine doing that, I think. I don't mm-hmm. know if there'll be any kind of copyright for that, hopefully. As long as the bike itself is
0: changed up enough. I mean, your, lawyer, your lawyers will be on it be <laughs> It'll be Jordan fine. Jordan Peele can have it replicated in live action. I'm sure Pretty, we would hey, be per- fine.
1: Pretty much replicated it exactly. Mm-hmm. Only th- I guess the thing would be the bike design itself, but you know they they got the lawyers for that. They know what they're doing, so yeah. Yeah, just
0: change certain things about it; it'll be fine. You know, like yeah. if it's just this, I would want a little bit more bat stuff on this, which you know, obviously you you would want to add. This is just an example because this wasn't meant to be a bat cycle design anyway that we're showing right. up here.
1: I didn't go into what was that latest Peel movie called again? Nope. Mm-hmm. I didn't go into Nope thinking I was going to see a Nakira homage right. and then it happened <laughs> and in the theater i'm literally that dicaprio meme like <laughs> you know, pointing, pointing at the screen yeah. that whole meme like i was mm-hmm. like oh my god and then i had a i had to call a friend of mine that is a huge akira fan after the mm-hmm. after the movie but anyway so awesome yeah great
0: motorcycle so, yeah, the Bat-Cycle in the comic is designed by Joe Quindones. Uh We have some of the concept art right here that's in the back of the book. Uh, this is built by Bruce, but Batman does not actually ride it in the comic. It is written by the Drake Winston version of Robin, um, who sees it in the Batcave, falls in love with it, rides it. Batman rides on the back of it with Robin driving it, but it is really more Robin's cycle than Batman's, and Bruce mm-hmm. kind of just gives it to him at the end. But it would be awesome to have this type of toy, we do see some of the kenner influence in the fact that uh you know you kind of have a similar bat head type of design in the front as well as the wings except instead of being on the side you've got that sort of kind of the fin in the back but in like a bat wing type of way not like a shark fin type of thing
1: yeah i like this one okay i think this i would maybe it's like, like a H-C b kenner it's like a b plus maybe mm-hmm. i don't i don't hate it it's good i can see why people would like it, mm-hmm. it um but probably not my favorite ever.
0: Mm-hmm. You can also see the uh, this version is capable of having the shields, like we can see here in the concept art. That, that is cool. That's on the uh, the Batmobile, which yeah, it's cool. I don't think that's in the comic. I think that's only exists in the concept art. I don't think they had an opportunity to show that in the comic. but it is it is a really cool design uh, to have that little shell on top of it too, where you're just like, okay, well that makes sense. He doesn't want anyone to mess up with the Batmobile. Of course he wouldn't want anyone to mess up with the Batcycle. So the shielded version of the Bat Cycle can be seen on this seen on this concept art.
1: That is cool. And I can see him turning on the shields while riding it and then ramming shit.
0: Yes. <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah. Um yeah, that would be interesting because he never does turn on the shields while he's driving. Because it's I guess it's something that should be when it's stationary, but that's just our assumption you know like if he really needed them
1: i guess I, I would say it's too heavy but the thing is like if you think about it practically the shields mm-hmm. are there they're just you know they're compact. already part of it they're, yeah yeah they're compacted so mm-hmm. you know in, whatever dude it's fine it's a guy in a bat suit with his chin yeah. exposed like <laughs> it's <laughs> not it doesn't works. have to be super practical but mm-hmm. uh yeah i like the shields they're cool
0: yeah same here so, yeah, that's the Batman 89 one. And then the main unmade Bat Cycle that I uh, teased was the fact that uh, we have an unmade Affleck Bat Cycle. This was done for Justice League. I'm not sure when it would have made sense for him to be on a Bat Cycle, um, but apparently they thought of that it, because it doesn't really fit with the rest of the movie. Most of the vehicles he's in have to have the rest of the Justice League on them. Uh, so, I don't know where they would have put this in, but. Let's take a look at how it compares to the one in the Flash. This is an early version. I believe this is from Patrick Tatopoulos, the production designer, uh, on it. And then it gets more fleshed out in this concept art by Ed Natividad for Justice League. And uh, yeah, they definitely went with the more futuristic Blade Runner-esque slash Batman Beyond type of thing for this. Uh, This is the side of it, and then we have a little bit more on here in terms of how it was supposed to work. But... To me, this is like a Batman Beyond thing. I just yeah. don't really see this yeah. working for the Batflex version.
1: I'm not super into these like hovercraft hover bikes either that much. Like I, I get it. it. I get the idea behind it. I can get why people like it, but yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's just
0: not for me. Not for me either. So do you feel like this is actually worse than <laughs> the one that we got in the flash?
1: Mm, About the same. If, if Batflex driving This and the but the thing is the Flash is like set in like modern day, not in the future. Exactly. That's why this doesn't really fit for me when I'm looking at this. I mean, maybe what you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, It would have been, dude. They're they're about equally bad to me. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, maybe this one's a little bit worse just because it's so outside of the tone Mm -hmm. and the setting of the movie you know yeah, they could do alternate real they could do like an alternate reality where mm-hmm. you know it's like present day but with some futuristic shit in it i guess you could swing it that way but right uh i i hate for anything to be worse than that muskate bike <laughs> but this might this might be one of those things
0: i know right like this is kind of disappointing cuz it's still not it just it doesn't really fit with what we got. I don't really like this hovercraft thing. It doesn't really work with what we got with the the aesthetic that we got in the Snyder movies. It's cool that they played around with ideas, but like, again, if this were Batman Beyond, okay, that fits the, that world. Yeah. But Snyderverse, I'm like, this would have been weird. I'm like, can't you just make it? Just make a bat cycle. <laughs> just make a motorcycle that has a bat motif. Just put, some, like a,
1: put some fucking wheels on it. No, yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, dude, it's, I, I don't know, the hovercraft, like the bat hovercraft bike, it's just, it's just not cool looking, man, at the end of the day, no. it's just not cool looking, despite, and I like futuristic looking shit, but this is just mm-hmm. not, not really my vibe at all, really, I don't know, None I'd have to think of, no, 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 not at all, and this is, Same. this is a Snyder vehicle, right, mm-hmm. this is just a Mentally. still, like, his aesthetic with the vehicles, man, it's just not, just not my thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here with this one. So I'm like, yeah. eh, what we got wasn't that much better, but it was a little better.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh well.
0: Okay, and then the last one is one that actually actually was made, but we never get to see it, which is the canceled Batgirl movie. We've talked about this in the oh, man here. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a stunt woman in the Batgirl suit, and uh, we talked about this in the $5 tier, but we're not really sure about the context of this. This looks kind of, you know, this looks very realistic, but yeah. we don't know if this is one where Barbara Gordon is using her own motorcycle, if I think the most likely scenario is that she commandeers this motorcycle. Yeah. You know, like, it's not hers. She steals it from the villain and then continues, and it's, like, foreshadowing Because it's already, you know, the image of Batgirl on the Batcycle, or her Batcycle, is, you know, so prevalent in the Batman 66 imagery. With, you know, Yvonne Craig just kind of riding in there in the title sequence. So, I think this is their way to do it. I don't think this is the Batcycle that, like, Keaton gives her in this movie. Again, none of us get to see it, so we don't know.
1: It's too normal looking. So, yeah, that is probably the case. Plus. And again, according to other leaked images, there was another Batgirl suit that looked like it showed some evolution. Now, Mm -hmm. this suit is awesome, but it is kind of like the more makeshift look. So it's more in the beginning of her origin story, right? So Mm -hmm. she doesn't quite have her own bike yet either. So yes, it probably was commandeered, like you said. So yeah, it might not really count. And maybe, you know, there was supposed to be an evolution... When she gets the other suit and she gets another bike, you know, I don't know. We'll We'll see what happens with the redo, you know, mm-hmm. one day, you know? Yeah. So probably with a very similar script.
0: <laughs> well, Keaton, you know, this doesn't fit Keaton's aesthetic either. Like if yeah. there's a scenario where Keaton's Batman does gift something to her, we know his bat suit is the same one from The Flash. We know that his Batmobile is in there. So this doesn't really fit with that. So like we would only really count this as a Bat Cycle if this is one that he gives her. And it probably wouldn't look like this. It would probably look something closer to what we saw earlier with the Kenner toy or the Quinones design in some way. So I'm with you. I think uh, this is one that doesn't really count, but it's kind of cool to see these pictures because at this point, they're they're the only surviving things for the public to see.
1: It sucks to see these images, man. Just to talk about the Batgirl movie for a moment. It's just Mm -hmm. so... It's just look like the directors had their heart in the right place. Because, I mean, just look just looking at the suit. It's like they, they looked at New 52 and they're like, yeah, just make this. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the fuck this is, you know? So hopefully we get something like that uh, whenever hopefully. the re- redo happens, whatever, whenever that happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm sure,
1: I feel like Gun will make good on that eventually. They didn't announce anything yet, but... You, know, you mean in terms of
0: making it up to the people who are behind the movie?
1: Behind the movie and doing a whole Batgirl movie in the DCU or a show.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: You know, like in the in the new, the new dawn of the Gunverse, apparently there's no Batgirl announcement right now, as we all know. Mm-hmm. But after they make their first, like, you know, five to ten movies, maybe another Batgirl incarnate. I assume, is going to be the, somewhere in the sea of the Gunverse. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, I think it's it's an interesting situation too because a lot of people now are are kind of like so you said this movie would be damaging to the DC brand, but <laughs> <you know? laughs> I don't think, dude, that was
1: canceled before Gunn took over, though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like it, it's it's uh, it's more of a criticism of Zaslav because Zaslav yeah, was the one yeah. who criticized who uh, canceled the background movie and the narrative is that this movie would have damaged the dc brand and then looking at uh, what's been going on with the box office on the flash it's kind of difficult to argue what what's really you know that the last i guess three dc eu movies have been the ones that have really been damaging
1: dude it's i can't believe how bad it is it's just it's just bad brand the the the, the brand so tarnished yeah it's so tarnished because so, the, the flash is not the best thing ever but it's like it doesn't deserve this kind of abysmal abysmal box office either right. really but it but it's getting that
0: it's a victim of of the previous stuff i think like and, we've done
1: before and the lead but yes. we all know that and we're going to move on now <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> so
0: out of these bat cycles i think our favorite has got to be the Kenner toy
1: Oh, that's easy, yeah. That's yeah. out of these, that's easy. <laughs> Let's
0: go back to that one. That <laughs> one hands
1: down. That's a hands that's down. Favorite. Honestly, combine... Ryan Hong, if you combine this one a little mm-hmm. bit with the Akira bike, I think we're really on to something. hmm You know? Or somebody out there that has the gumption and the gusto uh, that we would love to see that fan art. Um, yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, kind of like the design of the the head of it, the bat head on it on the yeah if you put that in the front of this definitely yeah then you have the like the bat ears on like the sides and stuff that'd be cool
1: at least on the top the top part there i guess you can't see where i'm pointing top but top like part. yeah like the the top just in front of the handlebars mm-hmm. yeah yeah like that kind of area so put circle yeah put it. put the head kind of there uh mm-hmm. and then kind of go from there but yeah canada's bike there it is yeah even go. I, a long, lifelong anime fan, I'll sometimes call it Akira's bike, and I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> it's the bike in Akira, mm-hmm. but it's Kaneda's bike.
0: Right, right. Well, I guess when you say it, you're referring to the movie in this context.
1: I know, I know, know I know, I know. But sometimes yeah. I'm even so. I I know. I don't know. Anyway. I do. <laughs> so so, It's confusing. Alright.
0: That's uh, those are the bat cycles. We will cover the anime bat wings after the break. Alright everyone, it's time for our July announcements We got a bunch of other new things on the way uh, Or already recorded So, uh, let's start with this We have the 89 logo up here Because for those who missed it I was on the show Table Read Tuesdays Where we read the Sam Ham script for uh, from 1986 uh, For the Batman 89 movie I couldn't reveal who I was playing the last time we announced this But uh, since it's already come and gone I was the voice of Batman Woo! So i got to finally uh read that role it was an awesome experience i got my own vicky vale got my own joker to fight against my own robin even but uh you know it's also a script where there are long instances where batman is doing stuff and doesn't say anything so it was really easy for me compared to everyone else um especially compared to cat the narrator who was the mvp of that with reading through all the action description but uh <laughs> Check that out at The Table Read Tuesday's YouTube page that we'll have on the link below. And uh, it is five hours long, FYI. (laughs) So don't don't expect you to go through all that because there's a lot of, uh, again, there's so much action description that it's not the same length as a movie uh, when we go through all that. And the final hour alone is just on, you know, an analysis and discussion on the differences between this and the the movie itself. So uh, check that out if you want and uh, in the meantime both uh, Andrew and I as we've talked about before are in a movie we're in Jeffrey Scott Richards' movie Derek Magnum we recently saw uh, the finished edit of it it's great we are in it of course it's great because we're in it No, it's, it's, it's great regardless <laughs> whether or not we're in it uh, but uh, please help us out or help them out really because this does not go to us uh, there's a GoFundMe setup for the Derek Magnum production costs, and a lot of it goes towards uh, you know submitting it to festivals which is where uh, you know jeffrey's sending it and we are executive producers on the movie so if you are a part of that and want to help out you will be basically helping us become executive producers on potentially an award-winning movie in these festivals so indeed that's exciting yes um, thank
1: you for including us derek and uh yeah it's awesome please check it out everybody mm-hmm. and uh, please uh Try to help them out um, with production costs. Plus, yeah, the submitting to festivals, man, it ain't cheap. Nope. It's, that's a whole other deal, dude. Uh, yes. So, uh, so, yeah, please ch- check that out if you can.
0: mm mm-hmm. uh, Another announcement coming up. Um, so I have a couple creative things. Andrew has a couple creative things, so mm-hmm. I'll start with mine. Uh, my first scripted podcast for the audio drama channel, Nubris Creative, that is coming up soon, if it has not been already by the time this gets released. And it is not one that we've announced before. This has been kept secret until now, but I can finally reveal this. It's going to be Batman 89, Case of the Chemical Syndicate. This is an adaptation of the very first Batman story, Detective Comics number 27, by Bill Finger, but written as a prequel to Batman 89. Uh, and also, as you can see in this thumbnail uh, by Tim over at Duvers Creative, it is inspired by the Cape Crusader suit that we broke down in our episode where we nice. went through all the different Keaton suits. So that's why that's there. Though, you wrote it. You subscri- I did. Yeah. Okay. So I, cool. wrote, I, I adapted this. Um, there is, it's basically a, a faithful adaptation of Detective Comics number 27. But I injected a little something in there that you guys are going to have to listen to that <laughs> makes it connect to the movie. The 89 movie Um, Though if you subscribe to the idea That Keaton's Batman in the Flash Is a different version from his in Batman 89 Let's keep in mind guys This is audio So you can just envision him in whatever suit you want If you want to envision him (laughs) in the Batman 89 suit Cool if you want to you know uh, put this in same continuity as Johnny Kay's The Oath movie. Maybe he's in that Batman Returns-style prototype that he wore. In that. It's up to you, because this is what I love about doing these. It's audio. So you can envision whatever the hell you want when it comes to the designs of these suits. So uh, that I'm excited about that. It's my first collaboration, release collaboration, uh, with Newverse on that. And uh, if this does well, maybe we'll take a crack at some other ones that explain those Keaton suits there but uh, when you check that out you may also hear a familiar voice in the story as one of the villains so uh, that is on the way or has already been released depending on when that gets out and lastly to continue updating people I have more art to share on the upcoming comic of mine Alter Ego which is basically Game of Thrones super villains where five families of villains (laughs) rule over the wasteland of a post-apocalyptic city I introduced you last time to the first three families this is the head of the fourth family the Gatekeeper. Think of him as Aquaman on land. He can communicate with all the surviving zoo animals to protect the borders of the city and ensure no one gets in or out, hence the gatekeeper. Uh, So as you can see here, he's got a lion as an enforcer as well as a bird who informs him of everything that happens. And uh, that cane is nothing to, uh, you know, be afraid of the cane is all I'm going to say on that. So uh, this is what we got. And uh, over to Andrew on your stuff.
1: Okay, so uh, if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, this project used to be called Amino Recon. We've changed that to, uh, to what we think is a better name, and it's now called Metal Force, okay? Um, and we're going to have a booth where we're promoting the Kickstarter that's going to be running for Metal Force at Japan World Heroes Convention. That's the name of the convention, And that's August 18th to 20th. And that's at the Burbank Marriott Convention Center in Los Angeles. Um, We might be selling some trinkets too. Mm. So uh, some small stuff, nothing crazy. And just kind of like promoting our project and trying to get funding while at the convention. So check it out. And also please check out Uh, www.metalforce.ninja that is our URL and you can see the campaign video there Mm -hmm. and uh, just the whole pitch and everything for Metal Force is there and uh, it's R-rated Power Rangers meets Stranger Things. That's my elevator pitch for it. It's not a fan film uh, but it does have strong inspiration from those two things. So... It's a horror comedy movie. So uh, there it is. Please check it out. And uh, that's it for that one, Ben. <laughs> nice.
0: And uh, lastly, we have our charity for this month. Okay. To be for uh, Hope for the Day.
1: Hope for the Day is a nonprofit movement empowering the conversation on proactive suicide prevention through action outreach and education. By educating ourselves and our communities on the basics of mental health, we can create strong peer support networks to assist those experiencing mental health challenges. When we provide accessible resources for mental health and social services, we can save lives. And especially if you look at our when we look at our YouTube analytics we're like over 99% men and not to say that it's, it's obviously doesn't matter about gender but there's something about men not talking about their mental problems I'll say that like dudes don't talk about emotions and feelings and shit so uh, if I can talk to 99% of our audience like please go seek help uh, and talk to these people or uh the suicide prevention hotline as well uh you know because ben have you ever had anybody commit suicide in your life yes and i have as well everybody a lot of people have this experience which Mm -hmm. really fucking sucks so Mm uh yeah this is what we're talking about this month and uh hope hope for the day is our charity Mm -hmm. so please check them out just wanted to announce that I have a new podcast called Gaming Guiden. It's about Japanese to English translation. In this first season, it will be ten episodes each season. If you saw the ranking every Superman video game two-parter we did here on superhero stuff, you should know you have seen Mike before. So yes, if you like video games, if you've been interested in Japanese ever, we're going to be talking a lot about just Japan in general. Japanese cultural differences as well. And we also are gonna have a lot of talk about 90s video game magazines, such as Electronic Gaming Monthly, AKA EGM. So stay tuned for Gaming Guiden Podcast. It's already out now, y'all. I wanted to tell you about the Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash pod. And on that, you get the $1 tier. Uh, You can join the $1 tier, which gets you the shout-out on the board, and either visually or aurally, or both at times. Uh, (laughs) We want to do the aural for the most part uh, for newer people. Uh, And then the $5 tier gets you a whole new show. Uh, This show is every Monday, as you well know, and it's free on YouTube and the What's Nots. And... The uh, Patreon show is every Friday at the five-dollar tier mark. You can, if you want, binge us for five mm-hmm. bucks, and uh, it's like 150 episodes, almost 150 at this point. And you can, uh, you know, listen to all that content there. Even the stuff that's been released from the vault, none of that has been the full episode as well. So mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to keep our uh, $5 tier people happy. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. so, but yeah, check that out. And then our $10 tier gets you all of the above. Plus a. Uh, it gets you a monthly meetup show where you meet up with us monthly. And it's like a Zoom-like call and we have a topic at hand. Or sometimes videos we react to and things like that. And that's at the $10 tier. Um, every tier... That you get like the $5 tier gets you the $1 tier benefits and the $10 tier gets you the $5 tier benefits and the $1 tier benefits. So check that out at patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod. We also got the merch, which is Redbubble, superhousepod.redbubble.com and on threadless superhero stuff pod Get your Ben Man and Indeed Wizard mug, shirt, shower, curtains, and all the rest artwork by Stephen Santa Cruz. And please send us some audio at superhousepodcast at gmail.com. A bumper would be great. You too can be part of the show. I'm Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter. Thunderwolf lives as my other YouTube channel, one of my many YouTube channels. And I have... Uh, Also, ThunderWolfDrew.com has my whole portfolio in one place, except for Amanorecon.com. That's A-M-A-N-O-R-E-C-O-N.com. And that is uh, an original idea that some friends and I are doing, where it is R-rated Power Rangers meets Stranger Things. That's the quick pitch. And... It is not a fan film, original idea. We have a pitch video right now on YouTube and on the Indiegogo page. We're campaigning right now as of this, uh, when this episode premieres. And this poster art is by Zachary Jackson ZacharyJacksonBrownArt.com. And check it out, please support us on the campaign. And more from that soon. Um, but yes, it's uh, it's bloody, and um, if you like that kind of thing, check us out. And that's it, Ben.
0: Follow us on social media on Twitter at SuperHousePod, Pod, Instagram Superhero Stuff Pod, where we have some different supplemental stuff. We even, I've even analyzed the martial arts stance that the Keaton ornament from the Flash is in. So you can check that out on our Instagram, superhero <laughs> stuff pod, uh, TikTok superhero stuff pod Vero Superhero Stuff Pod. My website is BenwanWriter.com where you can read a whole bunch of spec scripts including Gotham, Vampire, Elementary, The Death of Sherlock Holmes, and Curb Your Enthusiasm, Disneyland. If you're fans of any of those shows, check them out and let us know what you think. My YouTube channel is in the description below, including Doctor Who, The Ronin of Time, an audio drama I write, edit, and narrate with the 8th Doctor, meaning Miyamoto Masashi. My personal Instagram is benwanrider. If you like cats, my son, Alfie, my cat, who is at Alfie Pennyworth Cat. And if you have an Alfie yourself, then you can get the whisker box, the only cat box with a crazy cat lady and gent. And you can even check out another page on that website, superherostuffpod.com slash show notes. That includes uh, various show notes for each of our episodes links to the scripts that we review if they're available online. Amazon links to the stuff we've been talking about, including you know Brian Levant's book that he plugged for us, My Life and Toys. So check that out at SuperheroStuffPod.com slash show notes.
1: Lord have mercy, y'all. Do you like hounds? Do you enjoy pooches? Do you find yourself enjoying time spent with that of canines? Talking about dogs, y'all.
0: As you might've heard,
1: I don't want no scrubs. No, not a single
0: scrub in my life. Welcome back. And we're going to go into the unmade Batwings through the years, the different movies. Uh, again, there were no bat wings in the serials. There was a Batcopter in Batman 66, but we finally get to the first Batplane slash Batwing in Batman 89. And uh, like as we talked about before, the name of the Batwing does come from the 89 movie. And uh, we actually covered a lot of this concept art with our guest, Rob Ayling, um, like a year or so ago, going through all the different Batman 89 concept art. But uh, we can kind of see the, uh, you know, do a recap of these because we can kind of look at some of the different designs on what led to what we considered to be, you know, the S-tier version of the Batwing. So this is kind of like a preliminary sketch here of that, which is somewhat close to what we got, you know, on here. Yeah, it's uh, close. Moving moving further, this is a little, this is close, though you can kind of see more realistic versions in the top left. Um, yeah, looks like the Blackbird kind of...
1: Yeah, right from, from X-Men at the, at the top left
0: there, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the second one down kind of reminds me of like a Snyder thing. Maybe, not the like Snyder-Batwing, but maybe a bit of the Flying Fox in there.
1: Something, yeah, that's similar for sure. And then, and then yeah. we get full-on Keaton-Batwing. Yeah. And it looks yeah, very toyetic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is interesting looking at these. This is rare concept art, as we talked about before, that's in the Batman 80th anniversary, you know, the definitive history of the Dark Knight book. The huge, huge one by uh, you know Andrew Farrago and Gina McIntyre. I still haven't found this anywhere else. So they've uh, managed to find some way to to keep this in the book, I guess. Where other people just aren't scanning these things. But this is pretty cool to take a look at. Uh, a lot of this, as well, comes from that book. Uh, this also comes from that book. This is more this is more Snyder-esque with the space in between there. You know, with uh, <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, cockpit and uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of shark fins there. Mm. so glad we got what we got I don't love it yeah I don't love this either um it almost looks like a combination of like a sea creature plus like a head from Beetlejuice not Beetlejuice's head but you know what I mean like a, <laughs> yeah like uh, one of the uh like when they tried to scare the family in Beetlejuice and they did the faces and the masks
1: yes oh yeah oh yeah so it looks like that to me uh, <laughs> That's a, this, such a strong artistic style in Beetlejuice too. I feel like we don't yeah. see that as much in movies these days. But anyway, no.
0: yeah, uh, this is another one where like there's just a lot of there's a lot of fins. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they went a little bit more overboard. This feels a little bit more like 1950s sci-fi spaceship type of thing. Um, a little retro. Bit pu- what we got retro oh, yeah.
1: futurist. A mixed win with the the kind of gothic. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you call it? Art deco style. Kind of. I, I don't hate this one. I don't think mm-hmm. it would be. I don't think I would have liked it too much as a kid. Mm. But like, if he's flying something similar to this in the Kate Crusader, ca- uh, cartoon coming out. Yeah. I kind of wouldn't hate that probably. Mm-hmm. Same. Here. Some something similar to that this probably. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: It'd be cool to see something animated like this type of style that we see. Yeah. Here. You know Gotham looking like that, not necessarily in black and white, but like this type of style for the cartoon because we haven't really seen it like that. But if they're going, you know, the the promo 4K Crusader already looks very old school, very like 1939 Batman. So like, if it's in like, hey, like we're going full in on like noir Batman, but in animated form, this could be really cool.
1: Oh yeah, looks pretty cool. Pretty
0: cool. Uh, Moving further, this is kind of just the top view of the same design it seems
1: this looks like a, like a da vinci plane or something you know a little like, bit, yeah it's this is this would be more like uh looks almost like steampunk just mm-hmm. gothic steampunk kind of thing
0: a little bit also kind of uh like a giant battering too given how many yeah. uh yeah. scallops are on this so that's kind of yeah. cool um this just kind of this is just a flying triangle. <laughs> a yeah, this is <laughs> this is, is uh, <laughs> this is kind of a pass. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then finally, the final design. Um, mm-hmm. Anton first, Julian Caldo on that. Still the superior design, even if the one the functions in the one in the Flash are upgrades, but still awesome. Still the best one, easily.
1: I mean, it's, like, so realistic, but so toyetic at the same time. It's, like, such a crazy <clears throat> good combination of those things. So, yep. yeah,
0: it's great. So, uh, moving further, I don't have any unused concept art for the Bat in The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, I skipped one. We do have Batman Forever, but, I mean, this is pretty close. This is pretty much what we got. The right. Uh, with it hanging upside yeah. down in the Batcave. So, it's okay. Uh, yeah. It's not, it's not the same as '89 though, but yeah, it's still I better than it, a lot of what came after.
1: I don't hate it. It's just, it's fine. It's okay.
0: You can kind of see some of. I don't know if it was an influence, but looking at this, it does seem to be kind of like that retrofuturistic one, in some ways. Kind Maybe of, st- yeah. The lines, you know. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Or the scallops. So it's it's got a bit of that, but yeah, uh, it is kind of cool that they carried over the whole uh, bat wing is. Upside down type of thing in the Flash for the Flash, version yeah, of that wing. yeah, that that was cool. So, uh, but yeah, moving on. Don't have any for Dark Knight Rises, but we do have some things for the Snyderverse. Uh, our favorite, the Flying Fox. <laughs> so <laughs> this, this we sucks. got a lot of this. This <laughs> <It> sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, but there's something here. This is interesting. So it says for Justice League, it says Batjet on this. Now, we didn't really get, uh, unless the bat jet and the flying bat jet was just an earlier name for the flying fox, which it could be. Uh, We didn't really get a specific bat plane or bat wing in that outside of there's like one shot where bat flex on the roof and he looks up and the bat wing comes up. Like, that's about it. Uh, Okay, but we mainly had the flying fox in here. Uh, This is the view of them getting in, which, like, from this view, like, this makes sense, right? You need to a giant thing for everybody to to show up and enough room in the Batmobile. Um, So from this angle, I don't mind it as much. But yeah, this is just kind of like a giant manta ray type of design here that it's it's whatever. Um, This is the inside. We never got a shot like this in the movie, but this is more of Edna Tevidad with Batman. It looks like Batman, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman looking out through the uh, the windshield here. So that's kind of a cool shot that we didn't get to see in the movie. Um, empty cockpit right here. Kind of cool. Uh, this is it flying in action, where we're still kind of meh on it. It just looks like the uh,
1: wings are not big enough to carry that fat body.
0: True. Yeah. It feels very yeah. uneven,
1: you know? I mean, it would just be hard to maneuver. I'm sure, look, I know we're dealing with pseudoscience here, but... <laughs> right. It's just it's a guy not... who
0: was shit exposed in the back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I know. everything still, everything was super realistic. But it's just, mm-hmm. it's just who's look, who's looking at this and is like, oh, that's awesome design. Like I'm just not. <laughs> to me, it's kind of a guttural reaction. Like I, mm-hmm. you just kind of like that's cool. That's not. That's cool. Yeah. That's not. Like that's it's not. just so mm-hmm. it's so quick. And this is just not. I like the red interior, the red lights in the interior. Yeah. Maybe we could have done something more with that. But yeah, I don't think we got that in the movie. <laughs> the one no. thing we
0: like about this, we don't get.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Uh,
0: this is the back of it. Again, it says Bat Jet on this one. Uh, this is kind of it inside of the you know, in the hangar as the planning sh- to, to they see. did a
1: shot they did a shot just like this in the movie, right? Pretty similar.
0: Mm. In terms of where it's hanging in the hangar, I don't remember them in costume in the hangar.
1: Oh, yeah, maybe not. Standing yeah. like this.
0: Yeah. They were standing in costume in, inside of the Flying Fox, but not necessarily in the hangar together like this. Okay. Uh, a little bit more of it under, under like, construction and stuff. Uh, another shot here. But a lot of this comes from Edna Tavidad, uh on that. And, again, like, we're not we're not blaming it all on ed you know you obviously have to fulfill whatever the vision is of your boss whether oh, it's a production yeah. designer and the director and even the studio in some ways so uh he's just kind of doing what he's been asked to do when it comes to this definitely definitely this is the coolest shot of it i feel like yeah though it does really highlight what you were talking about with the wings the oh, wings so feel they're just there they're
1: decoration at this point <laughs> they're like stubby as hell mm-hmm. but I guess it's the the morning morning sun sunlight or something here or, or afternoon magic hour whatever this is oh yeah that that makes it look cool like those some of those like Top Gun shots man oh like, yeah like just really good aviation fighter jet Uh, you know cinematography I fucking eat that
0: shit up dude mm-hmm. I love some I love some of those shots oh yeah yeah this just needs some uh, Kenny Loggins as the flying fox takes off, I hangar. love
1: that Maverick started out with that fucking. They're like, "We got it." Song.
0: It's, this, it's basically the same stuff. It's the same opening. It's the same.
1: It's the same one. We got it. Here's your fanfare. We're going to move on. But at least mm-hmm. it was there, so I appreciated yeah. it.
0: No, definitely. Uh, so this is the inside with inside of the hangar with Bruce working on it, which is pretty much what we got in the movie. Uh, and then this looks like oh yeah, this is probably him in the scene where Diana is describing, like, the backstory of the Parademons and stuff to him as he's
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: basically building this thing. So that's you know it's cool that we get to see that it's a bearded black uh bearded Batfleck uh at this part that we didn't really get in the movie because at that point he'd already shaved, but it is cool mm-hmm. to kind of see all this. Mm-hmm. And the last one we have is an unmade Batwing, the show the one that it was apparently done for the the Batman movie that, Batman, that uh, Affleck was going to do. So we haven't really gotten a chance to discuss it, but it was revealed by concept artist Keith Christensen. This was supposed to be for the development of the Batman, not the Matt Reeves one, but the Ben Affleck one that wasn't made, that was going to have Joe Manganiello's mm-hmm. uh, Deathstroke. And mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of just a continuation of the stealth jet aesthetic from uh, the Snyder version, uh, though without... Not that huge space in between uh, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it's, but still with the stealth jet, still with the realism. I'm not in love with it. Um, no. I don't know how you feel about it in terms of comparing it to the Snyder one. It's it's different, it's, but it's about the same.
1: It's, it's slightly better, but it's still not mm-hmm. great. I don't really like it that much at all. But it, better than this, better than the Snyder one. The other one. Yeah. Sorry, Keith. Sorry, no. man. <laughs> but again, I know you, he's, he's I know being
0: asked to do what he's been asked to do. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, he's got the job because he know he knows how to mm-hmm. draw for directors, yeah, <laughs> you know. Exactly. So it's it's not about drawing his dream every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just yeah, that's sure. just how it is. He's a yeah. working artist. So there it is. We're jackasses mm-hmm. on the internet. He's doing goddamn <laughs> shit for Snyder. So there it exactly.
0: is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, any of these that you liked? I guess everything before the Snyder stuff in design in design. Uh, but for the Batwings, I think we just like... I mean, I think we like some of the Bat Batman 89 designs. The retro-futuristic one is kind of cool for that type of feeling. But, you know, we got the best version in the final movie.
1: Oh, yeah, we definitely did. I mean, the Batman Forever one is cool. Uh, I could kind of... If that came out... If there was like a futuristic-ish version of that one in Batman mm-hmm. Beyond, that'd be kind of cool, Ooh. too, actually. I kind of would accept yeah. that. And, yeah, that retro-futuristic Gothic one was... Would be kind of cool, actually, in its own like little setting. So mm-hmm. it would have to be kind of maybe period piece Batman, like. But yeah, that'd be it'd be cool. Yeah, that that one was fine. That one was okay. Mm-hmm. Not 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 this one. <laughs> the the Chris, Kristen one, yes, Kristen's So song.
0: yeah, yeah. There was there were other concept art that was released for the Batman, uh, the Ben Affleck Batman one, where it was the bat suit, and I think we talked about it. We know we showed it briefly before. On it, and it's just kind of like it's not. I don't think it's quite to the level of what we thought of the the Batflex suit in The Flash, but it was one where we we're just like, this is not that great. Let's mm-hmm. stick with the BVS aesthetic that was in the Snyder movies, right? So, uh, yeah, I would just want if they did this, like in if we were to travel the multiverse and go to a world where they did actually do the Batflex movie, I'd want them to just keep the same stuff, you know, keep the same suit keep the same, you know, aesthetic for stuff. Well, at least keep the bat suit. Maybe change the other stuff. Maybe you could still yeah. change the other stuff with the excuse that stuff was destroyed. Um, you're I talking about am- a, a new,
1: new bat flick if it was a bat flick movie. Yeah, exactly. So like, let's think about like the bat the bat the fat bat design. Oh. You could do Ooh. like a like the B2 bomber. It's not too <laughs> too dissimilar from mm-hmm. From that fat bat, so just kind of, I would kind of, True. if 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 I had my druthers, I'd kind of base it on that and have like a fat bat flying around, the fat bat symbol, cool. uh, and yeah. he's an older Batman. Maybe I don't him dropping bombs would be kind of a not in character. We're but, back
0: to BVS, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Just I don't know, but it, but the B two bomber design, this it mm. does have the stealth. It's got the stealth, so True. like you know that that's good about it so yeah that's what i would do
0: yeah if he's somewhat uh you know he's tinkered around with it he's got a new design especially after you know assembling the justice league and the flying fox and stuff he needs to have his own vehicle and he makes it a little bit closer to um what you were talking about that could have been cool you know the evolution of that and maybe Dude. some way for it can reflect the character
1: Base it on the bat symbol, dude. That's just that's just how you do it, to me. That's how they got know? in
0: '89, and yeah. in the Flash, you know, he's I got guess.
1: he's got the he's got the iconic fat bat. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, no I, I was just saying, like it's they got in the the uh they got it right in '89 in the Flash. There's no real reason to mess with it.
1: No, not really, <laughs> not really. So there it just is. Keep it like the bat symbol. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We only ask for so little when it comes to some of these designs for Bat Cycles and uh, that Batwings, but uh, look how complicated people make them. I <laughs> see what dude, they, uh, Overthink it, dude. Like,
1: <laughs> Didn't people used to want to sell toys, man? Like, what is going with this shit, man? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, shit. Fucking where you get a lot of the
0: money from these movies. Marketing synergy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Let us know in the comments what you guys think in terms of these unmade uh, bat cycles and the bat wings. But uh, until then, that is superhero stuff you should know. Big thanks to our research assistant, Dan, for gathering the visuals of all the concept art for the YouTube version. Let's go into some fan comments and fan shout-outs. Uh, first crum- comes from Bobby Billy Bill Bob uh, <laughs> on The That's Flash. Awesome. Said would have been cool if the intro had a villain like Scarecrow trying to steal some chemicals rather than random thugs. Under Falcone, uh, seeing as it's all being rebooted, could have cast a random stunt double for that part. That could have been cool, you know. He's stopping Flash? Scarecrow. Yeah, if he's stopping Scarecrow okay. on that bridge oh, at the yeah. end rather than uh, Alberto Falcone.
1: Yeah, I think that, I don't know. Maybe they just wanted generic thugs to round up. Uh, yeah, It'd I don't be, know. Yeah. It would have been cool though. Yeah, for sure. Scarecrow's awesome.
0: Yeah, same. Especially, like, a, a more faithful version of Scarecrow where he's in the full getup, up against blue sick. and gray Batfleck. Yeah.
1: More more toys to sell.
0: Indeed. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Um, yeah. So, on the topic of toys, John Jones, 6764, says, Great video, as always. The coloring on the fourth deep dive design uh, that we covered in the uh, that episode on the uh, Joe Quinone's concept art for those Keaton bat suits in The Flash. Uh, John Jones brings up that this design resembles another figure in the line, the Hydro-Charge Batman from the short-lived second wave that, we, that I've pulled up here on the right. Kind of along the same lines as Deep Dive Batman, as we can see here, uh, with the yellow. It's just mm-hmm. with more black on the chest area. Uh, he had that yellow and black coloring uh, with a weapon I could never make work. <laughs> uh, seeing all these makes me want to make costumes out of the figure variant looks. And I have to, got to get that Batsuit display. I think he's talking about the Hot Toys one that had all the Keaton Batsuits. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it'll look awesome with the figure display I have up in the makeshift Bat Cave diorama I'm building. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Send us pictures got, when you do that.
1: It's got plans.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. And uh, I'm sure if there's some way that uh, people can set up their own version with the different, their different Kenner toys, that'd be awesome, too. If we could see some uh, pictures of that. So thanks, John for that yes thank you uh, this one I believe comes from Ruben who we met over at uh, WonderCon who nice. says thanks for posting this on my birthday it's like Ruben really loved the episode so happy belated birthday man and uh, thanks for being a fan
1: happy birthday that's awesome thank you
0: nice all right on uh, we're at the shout outs already
1: can't believe it man let's thank uh, Slight rebellion off Madison I've seen you on the gaming guide and comments Thank you for listening to that as well, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meteor P, Michael W, Bruce K, Tita, Sketchcraft, Kyle B, Darren P, Devin, Titbelt, and Renee V, and our other supporters as well. And you know what? We've told you about our friends, and now we want you to do us a favor.
0: We want you to tell all your friends about us.